0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life podcast. Yours truly, Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Our mission is to inspire you to believe in yourself, to overcome challenge, battle through adversity, and live your best life kick in life it's like i'm giving you a kick in life so you can live your best life so saddle up buckle up and here we go greens everyone your kicking life guru master rich grogan here hope you're having a fantastic day so today let's talk a little bit about having the perseverance as an adult like you did as a child what I mean by that is, think about it, think back, and those that have kids, you're able to relate to this a little bit more than maybe some others that are a little bit older, but you don't have kids, so it's kind of hard to think back, but think about the perseverance of a child. A child never gives up on, on what their goal is, what their destination is, what their uh, mission is, and most of the time, they don't even know what that's, is it a goal or a mission. It's just what they want, so they continue to persevere until they get it. All starting off with learning to crawl. You know, a baby, they don't know is Hey, I've got a five-step plan. I'm going to crawl today, and this is how I'm going to do it. They don't do that stuff. All they know is they want to crawl. So what do they do? They keep battling. They keep battling. They keep battling before you know it, they're crawling. Next thing, what are they going to do? Well, they're trying to pull themselves up on something. Trying to pull themselves up. We call that traveling when they pull themselves on a coffee table, and they kind of walk holding the coffee table. And then, of course, I'm going to walk. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk. I see everybody else walking around. That's cool. I want to do that. So what do the kids do? They go to walk. Boom. They fall down. What happens? They get back up. They fall down again. They get back up. They fall down again. And you know the story, down, up, down, up. But here's the deal. They never give up. And you never gave up as a child. If you did, you wouldn't be walking around right now. Well, kids don't know what goals are, missions are, and all these things. They just know. They see somebody else doing something. They want to do it. So, dang it, they're determined. They persevere. They battle through, and they get it done. Then, of course, they move on to feeding themselves. And that's that's just <laughs> that's always funny as heck, watching a child trying to manipulate the spoon or the fork and control it. You know, you're trying to feed them. They're grabbing at They're grabbing at it. Finally, you give it to them. And then they got peas up their nose. They got applesauce in their eyes and, you know, food all over their face. There's more food in on their face than there is in their mouth, but they keep trying. Well, what happens? They get better at it, and then they're able to get more food in their mouth than they have in their face, at least most of them. But the whole point is they persevere, they battle through. And then, of course, moving on, tying the shoe, and then learning how to throw a ball, learning how to catch, learning how to write, how to hold a pen or a pencil. It continues. In those first five years, kids learn more than most people do the rest of their lives simply because of that determination, that perseverance, that that battle through, that willingness to, man, I'm not gonna accept no, I'm gonna get this thing done, and they're able to do it. So my message today is have the perseverance as an adult like you did as a child. Now, of course that's easier said than done, just like everything in the world is easier said than done, but you need to set a mission. you need to set a goal, a purpose. This is what I want. And you know, most people don't write down New Year's resolutions anymore. The reason being, well, pretty much well, why bother writing them down? I'm not going to do it anyway. Well, how can you achieve a goal that you don't even see? How can you hit a target that you don't even have set for yourself? So if you don't write something down, if you don't plan for it, there's no way you're going to achieve it. So it's also been said that more most people, unfortunately, spend more time planning their vacation than they do planning their life. You set it all out, you got this detailed map. Okay, we're going to pack this, we're going to leave at this time, we're going to move here, we're going to stop this at this location and a whole vacation's laid out. Well, guess what? It doesn't always go to plan. However, you've got a goal. You've got a target set in order to maximize the time that you have off, the time you have on your vacation, to make it the best possible vacation. So we need to take that mindset and apply that toward our life. Now, you know, John Lennon once said, life is the thing that happens while you're making other plans. And it's true. I mean, life just continues to tick, 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 tick away, and you're busy doing this, 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 and that. Now, I'm just as guilty. The reason I'm doing this podcast, one, I, I feel like I've learned a lot in the past five to ten years that helped change my life, and I want to share those things with you to help inspire and motivate you to take those actionable steps so you can live your best kicking life, your best possible life. So all I'm doing with these podcasts here is using the knowledge that I've gained, the inspiration and motivation that I have to inspire you to take those actionable steps. But you have to write them down. You have to have a goal. So we need to get out of that mindset of, well, why bother writing down New Year's resolutions? I never, I never do it anyway. Write it down. Take the time to do it. Then, of course, you can't just throw it in a drawer someplace. You actually have to look at it. And I promise you this. The more you look at it, the more often you're going to take actionable steps toward achieving that. Why? Because you're looking at it, you're going to feel guilty that you're not. If you throw it in a drawer because of the guilt, then it's never going to get done. But you see it. You know what? I think I can do this. All right. So circling back to the child. As we talked about, a kiddo, they, they never give up. They battle, battle, battle. And those of you that have teenagers out there, you know, no, the first no to a teenager doesn't mean no. It's usually the start of them trying to find a better way to present their argument, if you will, in order to manipulate you and to give it in. Well, and obviously, a little bit of discipline and respect there. Say, hey, enough is enough. However, think about that. They don't give up after one try. How often as adults, we try something new and- we fall down, which is going to happen, just like when you're learning to walk. But we say, you know what? I guess it's not meant to be. I fell down. I, I guess it's not going to happen. Or, you know, it didn't work out. I guess it's not going to happen. Well, if you would have said that as a child when you're learning to walk, well, obviously you wouldn't be walking right now, nor would you be where you're at right now. But you battled through, you didn't give up. And once again, as a kid, they, they had no idea what a goal or a mission or a purpose was. All they knew was, I want to do it, and dang it, I'm doing it. As an adult, we have got the power and knowledge and wisdom that they didn't have, you didn't have as a kid. You didn't have those things available. You sure as heck didn't have Google search available. So right now, it's easier time than any time to learn something you don't know to become more informed, more educated, and achieve anything you want to achieve. It's right there, bang, Google search. Somebody has done done it before you have, just like somebody has walked before you walked as a child. The children saw you walking, bang, It. they wanted to walk, and that's what they did. You want to be successful, you want to live your best life in whatever capacity that is, I promise you. Somebody out there is doing it, living it, but they started off just like you. But here's the thing about successful people, What we want to do, what we love to do, and simply it's kind of a gift of giving back for those that have helped us, is help others achieve that success. And that's an abundance mindset. And that's a whole other uh, podcast that we'll talk about at some time, the difference between an abundance mindset and a scarcity mindset. Just to give you a little tease on that, abundance means, you know what, there's an abundance of everything out there. It's not uh, the scarcity mindset is there's only one pie. And if I take three slices of that pie, that means you only get one. That's a scarcity mindset. That's ridiculous. An abundance mindset is there's millions and billions of pies out there. Get your own pie, make your own pie, and then share those pies with others to continue to make more pies. And that's the abundance mindset. There's not a limited amount of resources, there's an unlimited amount of resources. So don't think that, you know, whoa, he's successful and I'm not. Then gosh darn, he's taking stuff that could be mine. No, no. If anything, follow along and you'll find that the successful people are more apt to help you become successful. And that's just all part of the giving process. And you've heard me say this on, well, probably every podcast, and i probably say it during every speaking engagement, the Zig Ziglar philosophy. How do you get everything you want in life? By helping enough other people get what they want. So by doing what you can to help others, I'm telling you, it's going to come right back tenfold and it's going to help you. So circling back around to the, the kids and the planning and the goals and doing what you need to do in order to live your best life. Number one, perseverance. Do not give up. Just because you get knocked down doesn't mean you lay there. Get your butt back up and fight and battle harder. You know, every, what would a Thomas Edison say? The light bulb. He didn't fail 9,999 times. No, it was a 10,000-step process. He learned from every way. He learned that these 9,999 steps did not work. So I'm going to try this other one. Now, of course, the definition of insanity, continue and do the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. That's insane. You have to continue to change things up if you want different results. And I read this the other day, and it said if you want things to change, you need to think about the way you see things. So if you think, I'm tongue-tied here for a minute here, but if you, your mind, obviously it's the most powerful tool there is. If you see negativity in everything, well, what are you going to see more of? Negativity, kind of the law of attraction. But if you want things to change, you have to see the change in your mind in order to make it happen. In other words, if you want to become a better person, you want to lose weight, you want a better job, anything out there, you've got to see in your mind what you want, exactly what you want, see the change, see how you're going to make it happen, and I promise, things will start to change. But nothing's going to change until you do. You know, I hear all the time people will say, I'll run into them and say, hey, how's things going? I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, About the same? About the same? Man, I haven't seen you in five years. Something's got to have changed. No, it's about the same. Well, here's the deal. If nothing's changed in five years, well, here's the truth. Sorry, back up a little bit. Something is always changing. You know why? Time. Time is continuing to tick away. So if you think you're the same today as you were five years ago, no. You've lost five years of your life. You've got five less years to live. So I read once and it said, the only difference between a person today and they are 1, 3, 5, 10, 20 years from now, is the people they meet and the books they read and the changes they make. And the changes they make in themselves, though conscience changes. Sorry, John. I'm really getting raspy here. <clears throat> So it's all dependent on you. Look at the mirror, look at that person you see in the mirror and tell that person, hey, I believe in you. I truly believe in you. You can do this, you can do something different. But you have to say it, you have to believe it, you have to think it. Now, here's the deal, if you've had, I don't know how many years of, well, we'll call it stinking thinking, that's what Zig Ziglar calls it, it's gonna take a little while to filter all that stinking thinking out. But it's never too late, it's never too late. And back to the point about five years ago, You're not the same. You have five less years to live. You've spent five years doing what? And it reminds me of the story of the frog in the pot. And the frog in the pot is this. And by the way, this story is going to be with many others in my book, Square Peg, Round Hole. Why try to fit in when you were born to stand out? And it's all about talking about you being you. Be you. Nobody else. You're one in seven billion. Make sure you realize that and don't try and cram yourself into the proverbial round hole that everybody else is in. Stand out. Believe in yourself. Be what you were meant to be. Be the person that God created you to be. Of course, yes, easier said than done. Why do I keep saying that? Because anytime I go give a speech or anytime I talk to somebody, that's like the first thing that pops out of their mouth. Well, easier said than done. Must be nice. Well, yeah, it is nice. It is nice to realize that. And Yeah, it's easier said than done, but what's the alternative, right? Come on, you're better than that. Anyway, back to the uh, frog in the pot. So what happens is if you would take a frog and throw it in a pot of boiling water, what would the frog do? Boom, it would instantly jump out. It's out of there. Just like if some uh, dramatic event happens in your life, boom, that's going to be a wake-up call. That's what I call that right cross of reality. Wham, you just got floored. Man, that's something You touch the hot stove, ouch, that burnt. We are never going to touch it again, but that's a shock. Here's the story, though. If you put the frog in kind of lukewarm water, the frog's comfortable. It's like, yeah, this feels pretty good. Same thing in life. You start getting comfortable with your job. Start getting comfortable with, you know, where you're at with life. And there's nothing wrong with being comfortable as long as comfortable doesn't lead to what I'm going to tell you with this story. So slowly but surely, some time goes by. We turn up the heat on the frog. Well, that's getting a little bit hotter, but you know what? I'm okay with this. Similar to, well, I used to go to the gym a lot, but you know what? I'm going to back off a little bit. You know, I used to only go out and have a you know, a cocktail or a beverage every once in a while, but now I'm going to start doing it every week. I used to not watch this reality crap, and that's what it is, on TV, but you know what? Now I've got my shows, my sitcoms, so now I'm sitting around more, doing less, watching more garbage, and then, of course, not doing anything to take care of myself. Time ticks away, time ticks away, just like the the frog in the pot. So what do we do? We turn up the heat a little bit more. The frog, yeah, subtle, comfortable changes, nothing big, nothing dramatic. Before you know it, a year goes by, two years go by, three years go by. Now you look down, man, I'm overweight, I'm unhealthy. I don't like my job. I, I'm not really happy with my life. I'm going out four and five days a week at the bar drinking. Every every time I turn around, there's some other kind of cocktail party or event. <clears throat> I'm getting further and further away from the person that I used to be. Similar. Heat on the, the frog. Higher, higher, higher. And what ends up happening? The frog becomes so complacent, so comfortable, it doesn't realize the temperature's going up. Similar to people in life. You don't realize... The temperature is going up, and your life is declining more and more and more. And what ends up eventually happening? Well, the frog bakes, cooks. It's done. It's over. Because slow, incremental changes. If it was hot right off the bat, you'd jump out. But the slow changes is what what does the frog in. And unfortunately, that's what does people in as well. However, as incremental as those changes were going in the wrong direction of cooking the frog and potentially cooking your life, You know, five, ten years go by, man, you're never going to get that time back, but it's never too late. The other side of that story is, as easy as it was to cook the frog, easy it was to cook your life, well, you know what, you can change that and live your best life, just like those small little changes. One change leads to another. If you find yourself, you're going out every single night to the bar and party in a cocktail hour, and you're watching too many sitcoms and too much garbage on TV and you're spending hours upon hours on Facebook and social media, you're doing all those things, excuse me, I (laughs) got a little frog in my throat it sounds like there, you're going to find time's drifting away if you can cut back on one thing, cut back maybe one less time out. Maybe start going to the gym. Maybe pick up a book and start reading that instead of reading Facebook all the time. Maybe stop watching these darn sitcoms every single night. Start doing something with your kids. Well, here's the thing. You know, it may not seem like, you know, five, ten years go by in, in, in adult life simply because it just happens, but look at your kids if you have kids or your neighbor's kids or people used to know that were younger than you. And now, like, holy cow, when did this kid become a teenager? When did this kid become an adult? It happens, and it truly does. So if you have kids, I'm telling you, that time, spend time with them as opposed to thumbing through Facebook, social media, and all those other things. Listen to motivational podcasts when you're in your car. Something to pump your mind with positivity. Something to help you become your very best. Something to push out that stinking thinking. And just as easy and subtle as it was that your life kind of you know, became complacent and started going down the wrong path, You can turn it around and just as easily go back the other path. However, once again, nothing in life is easy, but you have to be willing to do it. A little bit of discomfort is going to pay dividends far more than the other side of it. When you're comfortable, the dividends that's going to pay is going to be far worse. Here's something to think about. One ounce, one ounce of discipline is far better than 10 tons of regret. So take those little bitty discipline measures. Here's a little inside story. I've been taking ice-cold showers for years now. Ice-cold showers, you're saying, what the heck? Man, I knew you were out there, but that's really, wow. Well, here's the reason. I read, I don't know, countless studies on all, I mean, the positivity of the cold shower. You know, not only the endorphin release, but it helps the immune system. It helps the body recharge, and it just, wow, invigorates the body. And you think about it, you step in an ice-cold shower, woo, man. And there's a lot of days when I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I do not want to stand in this doggone cold shower. I'm just not going to do it. But then I think, why not? It's only two or three, four, sometimes five minutes. Depends. I usually start off, truth be told, kind of warm, and then gradually sort of like the frog in the pot, go the opposite direction though, colder, colder, and then ice cold, and then I'm you know, in there for usually three to five minutes is the norm. But I'm like, I can do this for three to five minutes to help invigorate me to have my best day. And I'm telling you, it's something about it. Now, do I want to get out of that cold shower? You doggone right. So it speeds up the showers a little bit too. So I guess you're saving water. But the whole part is I'm going to have this little bit of discipline in order to collect and not, oh, I'm sorry, have a little bit of discipline so I don't have the ton of regret. My mindset is though, I'm going to have this little bit of discipline so I can collect the outstanding dividends on the back end of that. And that's kind of the reason I do that. So anyway, we've circled around just like I tend to always do, but my main point here is, and I keep driving this home, think like a child, have the perseverance and battle as a child, set your goals, achieve those goals with the mindset of a child, but here's the deal. As an adult, you've got the wisdom, you've got the power, you've got the knowledge, and you've got the resources and tools right there at your fingertips to find out, you know, and, and a lot of it has to do with your core group of friends, who you hang around with. And as Jim Rome says, you are a percentage of the four to five people you hang around with the most. I mean, you you think about it. Look around at your friends, think about your peer group, who you're around, you're part of them. You are, you are a part of that group. Regardless if you want it or not, it's gonna wear off on you. If you're a person that maybe doesn't cuss a whole lot and you're suddenly around others that do, before you know it, you're gonna be cussing up a storm. If you're a person who doesn't smoke, but you're hanging around others that do, before you know it, you're gonna be having a cigarette and then two, then three, then four, and before you know it, you're smoking all the time. Same thing on drinking. If you're around a person that drinks a lot and used to always only drink every once in a while, it's gonna wear off on you. Now, of course, on the other side, the positive side, if you're around people that eat healthier, what are you gonna automatically start doing? You're gonna start eating healthier. If you're around people that constantly talk about the books they've read, the places they've gone, the people they've met, man, before you know it, you're gonna start reading those books. If you're around people that go to the gym a lot, well, before you know it, you're going to start going to the gym a lot. You are who you surround yourself with. It's just how it happens, how it works. So if you feel the group you're with is heading you in the right direction, man, stay with that group. If you feel it's not, you need to start breaking away. Now, of course, it's very difficult to go cold turkey just to break away. You know what? I can't hang out with you people anymore. You're bad for me. I'm not saying do that. Okay, that, that's not good. You can learn a lot from those pe- from people that maybe are bringing you down because it's a reminder of what you don't want to do. But just start winging yourself off a little bit, not quite as much. Start doing things that are productive to help you become the person you want to be. Spend more time with your kids. You know, spend more time reading, doing research. Just do something that's going you're going to get something out of it. You know, the uh, um, if you take care of the days, this is an old saying here. If you take care of the days, the years take care of themselves. However, if you don't take care of the days, well, the years are still going to take care of themselves, but they're not going to take care of themselves in the manner and the way that you want them to. They are going to tick by. And just to kind of reflect on what we talked about at the very beginning of the podcast, you know, John Lennon said, life is what happens when you're making other plans. And before you know it, it does slip away. It's unfortunate, but it's true. And that's the reality of things. You can always make more money, but you can never make more time. And you can never make more time to spend with your kids. Now, I'm telling you all this, from personal experience when i first started the business i did everything i possibly could to make this business work it was well next month will be 20 years february of 1997 grogan's martial arts was founded and you know here <laughs> little background on that i was always a fighter i mean physically mentally emotionally with all everything i did never the biggest person so always wanted to work twice as hard three times as hard 10 times as hard always kind of you know i don't say mentally beat up like <laughs> Why are you still practicing? Why are you still doing this? Why do you think you have to be the best? Now, I was doing it because I didn't think I was. I was always achieving, striving for better, for greater, for more, knowing that, you know what, some of the cards were stacked against me. You know, I wasn't the biggest person, but I had the biggest work ethic, had the biggest heart, and I was going to drive and do that, which made people, and I didn't know this at the time, made people feel uncomfortable. And I always would say, why in the world would somebody feel uncomfortable with me? And then others would say, oh, they're just jealous. And that even boggled my mind even more. Why in the world would someone be jealous of me? <laughs> what the heck? If I can do this, you know, I'm not the smartest tool in the shed here. If I can do this, anybody can do this. But you got to be willing to do it. You got to be willing to take the hits. You got to be willing to put forth your very best. You got to be willing to settle for, not settle for good, but try for great. Work, work, work. Put forth your very best. And that's developed a mindset that I have now. I've always had it, but I used to, believe it or not, Feel guilty about having that mindset. And you might say, why in the world would you feel guilty about having a success mindset or a mindset to be better? Well, it goes back to my book that I'm writing, Square Peg, Round Hole. I felt all alone. I truly did. I wanted to try and squeeze in that proverbial round hole to be with everybody else because I thought it was comfortable, but it wasn't. It wasn't me. And for those years that I tried to do that, probably the most uncomfortable years of my life. Why? Because I was lying to myself. You know, I wasn't being who I was born to be. I wasn't being the best. Now, I never gave up. I still continue to practice, but I didn't do it as hard simply because I felt guilty about it. I know, it's insane. But I'm telling you, because if you're feeling that same way, if you have felt that same way, throw it away. Get it out of there. It's not healthy. It's not productive. And you know what you're going to find out? And I find out now, all these years later, the people that were kind of giving me the hard time about it, They're still who they are, which is okay. I'm not knocking them. I'm not here to say who's right, who's wrong, who's better, who's worse. I'm just telling you I feel much better better about what I've accomplished. And you know what? If, If that's their dreams and aspirations and goals, what they have, that's fine. But unfortunately, when I do run into them from time to time, all they do is complain about how horrible life is, how unfair life is, how bad this is, how this person cheated them out of this, how this person did this and that, always blaming others. The number one, and this is in Jack Canfield's success principles, the number one principle for success, accept 100%. That's 100% responsibility for you and your actions, okay? You are responsible for you. And too many times I hear, well, um, if it wasn't for this guy at work or if it wasn't for my boss or if it wasn't for this, it wasn't for that, there's always going to be this and that. That's everywhere. That's everywhere. Accept it. But no, it's how you react to that, how you respond to that, how you're going to allow that to influence you. If you accept the responsibility, you know what? It's me. I can do better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to be my best. Accept the responsibility. There's always someone else to blame. But when you get in the blame game, when does it stop? And when you look in the mirror, who do you see? You see you. Okay? It starts with you. All starts with you. And another thing to think about, think about this for a sec. If you continuously blame other people for your life not being the life you want, that means other people control your life. Other people own your life. Other people are you. You're not even yourself anymore. So be yourself. Accept responsibility. And I'm telling you, you start doing those things, it's not going to be easy at first. But I promise it's going to be so much better. It's going to be so much better. It's going to be hard. You're going to be who you were born to be. You're going to be that square peg. You're not going to want to fit in that proverbial round hole because you don't want to be in that group. So this kind of leads to another story I want to talk about and kind of filters around the group you hang around with. And, you know, the first part we talked about, having the perseverance as a child, well, I want that same to carry over here, the perseverance as a child as an adult. And then we kind of talked about your influence group. You know, who you're around is who you're going to be. I want to tell you a story about uh, crabs, crabs in a um, uh, fisherman's net. Now, here's the deal. The fisherman's net, and if you've never seen this, and maybe I'll give you another little analogy first, sna- sand crabs, and we probably all uh, went to the beach and picked up sand crabs. It's kind of the same thing as the big uh, fisherman's crab net in, except if so there's the net, this is a bucket. It doesn't have a lid on it. It's open. So you put sand crabs in the bucket The sand crabs, if they work together, could get out of that thing. But what happens, and if you haven't done this, when you go to the beach, give it a shot. You'll see what I'm talking about. I like using the fisherman's net because the crabs are so much bigger. And I'll I'll get back to that, but I want to explain this first. You take, I don't know, a handful of sand crabs, throw them in that bucket. Now, what happens, as I mentioned, if they work together, they could climb on top of each other, on top of each other, on top of each other, get out, and then pull each other out. That's teamwork. That's working together. That's helping the group as a whole. But unfortunately, sand crabs, and this is what's happened with society today and maybe some of the friends you're hanging around with, you go to climb out of that bucket. You want to do something better for yourself. You want to live a better life. You want to be your very best. You don't want to be drugged down anymore. You're trying to climb out. What happens? They pull you right back. They pull you right back. So instead of working together to help motivate and boost you, and yes, let's work together as a team. Let's all do this thing. Let's escape. Let's have our freedom. Let's live our best life. Nope. Somebody tries to get out of the bucket, out of the proverbial round hole. What do they do? They pull them right back in. Pull them right back in. Now where it gets really scary, back to the the fisherman's net with the uh, the big uh, sand crabs, not sand crabs, I'm sorry, big snow crabs there, big ones. When they go to float out, and all you have to do is get away, there's no lid, float out. Of course, easier said than done, right? What happens is, yeah, those crabs pull them back in, but if the crab is persistent and continues to try to get out, what do they do? They start tearing his arms off, start tearing his legs off, start tearing everything off. Then they start eating him. What? They don't want him to leave. No, you got to stay with us. You can't leave. You can't go outside the circle. You can't go out there. You got to be one of us. You got to die with us but I don't want to. I'm trying to get away. But that's society. That's life. Unfortunately, we allow, and of course, I don't think our friends are pulling our arms and legs off and eating us. But you know what? The truth be told, they're pulling us down and they are eating away at who we could be. And we're allowing them to do it. Instead of, hey, the door's open. Walk right out that door. Hey, crab, swim a little harder. Get out of there. Get out there, and now you got the whole ocean to explore. You're free to be whoever you want to be, to be that king crab if that's who you want to be. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was in both uh, both areas before. I was never a crab. No one tried to pull my arms and legs off, but it sure as heck felt like it. Sure as heck felt like it. And I, I mentioned several times before, and I like to bring this up in a lot of different uh, uh, speeches I give, about the four steps to progress. And they are, the first time you mention you want to do something, like you want to be an entrepreneur, or you want to write a book, or you you just want to uh, give speeches, or you want to start your own business, whatever it is. The first, maybe an artist, maybe you start painting all the time. Well, the first time you bring something up, the people are going to ignore you. They're just going to like whatever. I know it from experience. Oh, that's just that's just rich, or that's just My <laughs> That's my family's call me that Richie. Um He's just you know in la la land, so they ignored me. So then I was more persistent, so I kept going at it. So second step, they kind of laughed at me. Well, whatever. Yeah, like you're going to be somebody special. Like, what? You, hey, get it, you, get, get it in your head. You, you grew up a farm boy. You're going to be nothing more than that. Big deal. Quit trying to fight. Quit trying to do something that's not you. It's not worth the effort. So kind of poke and make it fun. So I kept fighting. Kept fighting, just like every other successful person. The third step is, then they try and fight you. Oh, so now you think you're better than we are. Oh, so you do this and that, so suddenly you don't want to hang out with us anymore. Oh, so suddenly, oh, you think you're the coolest. I mean, these things happen. This is a real-life experience that I'm telling you from me and then also from all the other successful people I've spoken with. That's the three steps. So you have to overcome the being ignored, laughed at, and then fought mentally, physically, and emotionally. Here's the fourth step. You overcome those three extremely difficult Painful steps, and they still reoccur today, to be honest with you. Anytime I want to take on another adventure, but I've kind of grown above that. And that's the whole thing of anytime you get knocked down, you get your butt right back up. I've been knocked down, and I'm not going to say I've been knocked down more than anybody because I don't know what other people's lives are. All I know is what my life is, and I know what my life was, where it's gone, and where it's going. And that is, I know my mission now. My mission, my purpose, my why is to inspire people to believe in themselves, to let you know you can do it. But you have to believe in you. You have to escape the clutches of those other crabs. So back to the fourth step. Number one, they ignore you. Number two, laugh at you. Number three, they fight you. And number four, there it is. You win. That's it. You win. Super Bowl champion if you like football. You know, Stanley Cup champion if you like hockey. You know, World Series pennant if you like baseball. You win. You win. Now, does any successful person, does any successful team, does anything in the world that has created success, was it achieved w- without pain, without discomfort, without battling, without perseverance? No, it hasn't. And if you think it has, wow, <laughs> take a step back. You know, other people go, oh, he got lucky. You know, and I believe in this. And I used to say that, oh, man, he was lucky. Oh, it must be nice. I said those ugly words. I don't see him anymore. My mindset has changed. My mindset is you create your own luck by what you do. You know, you think and envision, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to continue battling through. I'm not going to give up. You're going to create your own luck. I promise you. Just like I've I've spoken, I think if you listen to my last podcast, I talked about if you 100% all the time give your absolute very best, does that ensure you're going to be victorious every time? Ensure you're going to win every time? No, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to go, hey, that Rich Grogan guy, that kicking life guru, said if I tried my best, then I'd win every time. It's not going to happen. But what is going to happen, you're going to end up developing the mindset of success, and you, I promise, are going to accumulate more wins than losses. Now, on the other side, yeah, you give half an effort, you just kind of stroll through it. Occasionally, <laughs> the blind squirrel is going to get a nut. Occasionally, yeah, you may get a win. But I promise, with that attitude, You're going to have more losses than wins. You've always got to put forth your best. Put forth your best. Battle through. Never give up. So back one more time because I wanted to drive this point home. Believe in yourself. You know that. They're going to laugh. I'm sorry. They're going to ignore you. They're going to laugh. They're going to fight. But then you win. Now, here's the thing. You've got to continue with that mental attitude, that mindset of success, growth, and development. Just because you won doesn't mean that's it. That's just the start of things. You know, in martial arts, the first belt you receive is, uh, it's called Chodon, or I'm sorry, the first black belt. And truth be told, we can go on this on another podcast, the first belt is actually a midnight blue belt. It's kind of construed in the United States as black belt. Well, black is perfection. And once you perfected life, it's over. You know, I know everything. Well, mentally, if you think you know everything, you're dead. You stop growing. The first step is called, after you've gone through all the ranks, and every rank and every system is different, everybody starts off with a white belt, and then we move on after that. But kind of the first benchmark, and a lot of people think that's the pinnacle of success, is reaching first degree black belt or the traditional color, midnight blue belt. They think that's it. Man, I'm a black belt. I'm done. I know everything. Well, the truth be told, the first black belt step is, is called Chodon, and Chodon stands for beginner level. It's beginning to learn and absorb all the knowledge you've obtained over the last five years, and it should take. In our academy, it takes five and a half, six years of constant, consistent, positive, persevering, hard work. But you'll be a different person. You don't. It's. It's not that you get a black belt. It's you become a person that has attained obtained a black belt. You are a different person, a different mindset because you've battled through. You won, but I want you to think you won that level. You won that challenge. Now new doors are going to open up to move on to another level of success. You're going to continue learning. As I mentioned earlier, the difference between the person you are today and the person you'll be 1, 3, 5, 10, 20 years from now are the books you read, the people you meet, and the type of positive change you instill in yourself. There you go. That's the formula. Formula for success right then and there. But I want to reiterate, and I've said this countless times, it is not easy. You're going to get knocked down. Nothing hits harder than life. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you hit. Sometimes people think, well, I'll just keep hitting, hitting, hitting. That's part of it. you got to keep hitting. But it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how you can get hit and keep moving forward. That is how winning is done. Persevere battle through, never give up, but number one, believe in the person you see in the mirror. Give that person a reason to believe right back in yourself. Yeah, it's the same person, but you have to have that mindset. I believe in you. I can do this. I am going to escape this crab trap, if you will. I'm going to surround myself with the right people. I'm going to have the perseverance of a child. I'm never going to give up. I'm going to battle through. I'm not going to stop just because life knocks me down. You know, one of my last, uh, one of the last video blog I filmed and. If, um, you know, I, I'm so happy everybody's following the podcast. Please share this with your friends. Uh, we do this once a week, so always a new podcast out there, always something strong and motivational. But I also film a video blog, a little quick short hitter, you know, usually one to two minutes. Just a, it's a video blog, and I post those on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. It's uh Kicking Life Guru and Grogan's Martial Arts, and of course, you can find everything here at lineupmedia.fm. Uh, not only do you have my show, the Kicking Life Guru show. But you also have, I'm on the Cowboys podcast, they've got a Cardinals podcast, and they've got, I mean, close to 60 different podcasts. So they've got something literally for everybody. But anyway, my last video blog was all about, not everybody gets a trophy in life. You don't. I am so against that mindset and mentality. The reason for that is, I believe in my heart and everything I am, that that really stimulates your growth and success and achievement and perseverance to battle through and be your very best. You get knocked down, get back up. You stay there and cry about it. Before you know it, that's what's going to be your life. You're going to stay there. No one's going to come and pick you up. You have to pick yourself up. You have to battle through. You have to believe in yourself. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And the reason I'm here talking to you right now is because I've battled through those things. I truly, truly have. I always had that passion to be my best, but I didn't know how. Similar to when I first escaped, if you will, the, the crab trap trap. Now I'm out here in this wide ocean. What the heck do I do now? I'm on my own. And it was almost like the other <laughs> people were kind of not only laughing at I me, mean, okay, all right, big boy, now you're out there. Now what the heck are you going to do? And to be honest, there's a lot of times I wanted to swim right back in there. You know what? You know, what was I thinking? Why did I get out there? This is a whole. I, I don't know what to do out here. It's scary, and it is scary. But you know what? what's scarier? Stay in there and die in with everybody else. And not living your best life. I mean, it's almost like you're spitting in God's face saying, you know what? I know you gave me all these great tools, everything else to be my very best, but it's too hard. It's too hard. I'm just going to go over here. Don't do that to yourself, okay? Be your very best. All right. So, something to think about there. We talked about it a lot, but it all dealt with that perseverance as a child, and of course, being the person you were born to be and separating yourself from the pack. So, reflect on that. Listen to this over and over again you'll pick up something different and please subscribe to the podcast channel we're found at uh google play itunes stitcher podbean or wherever you get your podcast from and give us some feedback let us know what you think and if there's something that you'd like me to talk about let me know that too all right as i sound off on every single podcast and i mean this with everything i am you get out there and do what you do best i mean do what you do best and i promise you'll be your very best Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of LightUpMedia.fm.